good. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode with Reinforce the Horse. Um, so today we're going to be talking about a an interesting topic. What, what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about emotional healing um, with the help of horses because I've had quite a week. Yeah. So in that way, I mean, what is emotional healing? Do you know? Uh, I mean, or do we know? I I guess I've gone through I've gone through a lot of grieving. So I I guess grieving is part of emotional healing. Yeah, so talk about that a little bit. Like what do you mean by grieving? Well, I uh I mean many of you may know I lost my first horse back in March. Uh grieving with with her it that was probably like the worst case of grieving and the first case of grieving that I've had and there was I mean, like, there was a time where I, I mean, at first I couldn't accept the fact that she was gone. I literally heard her, and I saw her, and I, I felt her, and I, and I, I saw her take her last breath. Like, I, I was there when she died, uh, and a lot of that was, like, I guess learning to accept that she was gone, and, uh, when I finally accepted the fact that she was gone, like, it was kind of, like, something left. And I can't really, like, that's interesting to explain, but it was, like, a breath of fresh air or, like, weight that I was carrying that just, it left. So, I remember in that time that we kind of discussed the stages of grief. Yeah. Um, you know, and how we go through, you know, various points of reference within that process like you know first you you're really sad you go through like a denial stage um you go through an angry stage you go through acceptance and then ultimately true peace and healing and i don't know if that's the exact like technical uh ones but those are the stages that kind of come to mind for me um so what I found with uh, working with the horses, and this is talked about a lot in a lot of different ways and texts, and just people who know, um, you know, like the horse mirrors our emotions and those types of things. Um, uh, I found that the more like focused I am on being vulnerable and actually wanting to heal from emotional, call it trauma in my life, whether it be the death of a loved one, a death of a horse, um, you know, uh, issues from things like military service, uh, divorce, whatever it might be like the negative aspects in life. Um, the more I'm open to, more or less sharing that, I guess, with and through the horses, the more they're willing to do the same. And so I, I want you to talk a little bit, like our last episode was on how we love uh, when our horses lay down. Mm-hmm. And um, so just uh, day before yesterday... Um, in the evening, Cody laid down completely and it was a very emotional 
uh, process for both of us. Um, again, I, I bring up James French uh, trust technique, and he talks about when an animal goes into what he calls an REM sleep. So on a scale from one to ten, like a thinking mind, uh, ten would be this horse or animal or person even would be like really thinking. Uh, I, I like to, I like the example of a dog, you know, uh, where a 10 would be like a snarling barking dog and he's on alert and he's, uh, perhaps going to maybe try to bite somebody or something. Um, and a zero is a deep, uh, sleep and James calls it a healing sleep. Um, and I was like, when I first came across this technique, I was just enamored by the idea that a horse would lay down and be so vulnerable. And we talked about that in the last session, but be so vulnerable and ultimately go into a healing stage of sleep. And James calls it a healing sleep. Uh, and he says, and his idea is that um, when they're in that stage, they actually release trauma from the past. And this isn't just um, focused on horses alone, uh, dogs, cats, other animals and such, and even humans, rather. Um, so the other night I was just, uh, I, I had a headspace session prior, and then, so I'm I was in a really relaxed state and just went over to Cody's pen and hung out with him. And uh, the series of event were, events were qu quite magical for me. Um, but I found him communicating his trauma with me. Uh, to the extent that I just started bawling my eyes out. And, um, you know, I'm not... I'm comfortable saying that I'm I'm a pretty emotional guy, but you know I don't just walk around crying all the time, you know. Uh, but this was a a very strong emotional release on his part, and then I shared that process with him, and ultimately wound up like laying on the ground, and I was just like sobbing, and he laid down moments after I sat on the ground and he fell asleep and then I fell asleep for about a half hour and when we both woke up uh we had the strongest connection that I've ever had with any animal uh bar none so um and I do feel that we both process and shared with each other in what felt like a magical sort of way, uh, you know, past traumas, um, frustrations, grief, and specifically, I felt like he shared with me his pain about his past, which we only know a little bit about. But I really feel like he, in the way that he was able to, kind of uncovered that a bit. And um, that might sound a bit woo-woo or, or maybe too magical. But 
Um, well, that's the kind of thing that James talks about in his uh, some of his course. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess an example, he's in a, a video, and he's standing there with this, this mare who uh, apparently has, I mean, pretty high energy. And she's in a stall, and he's, you know, outside, and he's uh, standing with her and doing what he teaches in the course. And he looks over at the horse's owner and, you know, tells tells her what the horse is feeling, you know. And he mentions something like, and so much, so much hurt, and the horse puts her head down and licks her lips to that as he acknowledges her pain. And so I don't think that it's woo-woo at all. Not yeah. only because of that, but I... And perhaps I shouldn't even clarify it with the woo-woo yeah. aspect. Because, you know, it's it's interesting. So Andy in Headspace, uh, you know, the, the moderator or teacher, if you will, uh, and co-founder of Headspace, uh, the meditation app, which I love, um, he talks about that. He's like, um, it, when it comes to, like, meditation, he's like, encouraging and i'm paraphrasing but he encourages uh to not be hell-bent on what other people's experience is in the process and he's like really the only experience that matters is your personal individual experience Mm -hmm. it's an individual thing and so the moment that i had with cody which lasted close to an hour from start to finish um was my experience and whether or not it was you know i i don't know like no matter how you want to describe it it was beneficial for me and also for cody and uh so i followed up with that um with a real deep uh video just kind of like brain dumping that process and that emotional release the next morning and talking about how it is really our responsibility as humans to be in tune with that, with all the animals that, that we are um, charged with caring for, you know? And so um, I guess what I'm getting at there, like uh, I, I think, you know, Train licensed professionals in in the world of mental health are a fantastic thing for people. Um, you know, I've had my share of, of life coaching and, and therapy and connection with that for various reasons. Um, and it's been really helpful. However, I don't think that is always necessary. Uh, and we can get little bursts, if you will, of emotional healing simply just by... Um, remaining in tune and open to the idea that uh, these these animals that we love so dearly share a unique connection with us. Yeah. And I strongly believe that, I mean, horses especially, maybe this is true with dogs and others, but I've experienced it with horses. Like, they pick us for a reason. Uh, I mean, I... I, I I strongly feel like you have a heart horse and that's that heart horse for a reason. Um, and I also feel like they pick us because of our pasts and uh, because of our emotional state at the time. And they, they, they're familiar with it. Uh, they, right. They meaning, it. meaning they, 
not necessarily you're you're not necessarily saying that you know they could kind of like look in a crystal ball if you will or a magic mirror but more so that perhaps like uh the energy surrounding our emotional state is like they're picking up on that they're receiving it and meeting them yeah they like they 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 feel it and they they acknowledge it and they it's familiar to them i mean willow's a perfect example i I mean, and she, she was a wild Mustang. She was taken from her family, from her herd, and uh, she she lost something. I don't, and I haven't gotten to the point where I can have a conversation with her, if you will, about what really happened, uh, but she's hurt. And at the time of, like, when I first went to see her, uh, I was very hurt as well. I mean, I had just lost my, my best friend. I had just lost Mocha, and there was a lot of other shenanigans going on in my life at the time. Uh, too and so I was deeply hurt as well and she she felt that like Willow completely submitted to me when I went to see her for the first time and I was like you're my horse she was like yep you're my human yeah and so explain that completely submitted because I don't really like that phrase so much and yeah so and I don't mean that like I ran her around and forced her to you know uh stay with me like she you just hung out with her and said hi yeah and and she was tip trained so she had a halter on a lead rope and you know i went to take the lead rope and say hello and she uh at first like she was looking at me like you know you're you're curious you're kind of curious i don't really want you to touch me and eventually she licked her lips she put her head down she had her back foot cocked and uh when and she took a deep breath at a time she did yeah and when when i went to you know say goodbye to her for the last time before you know, deciding whether she was going to come home. I said, I whispered, I said, that's a good girl, Willow. And she put her head down. She licked her lips. Like she liked her new name. And, uh, you know, since her coming home, there's been a lot of bonding, a lot of trust and communication that we've been building. And and would um, you say a lot of emotional healing? Yeah. I mean, I, I strongly believe Willow has helped me. And I don't believe I'm fully grieved Mocha yet, but she's helped me get to where I am. And definitely um, progress um, quite quickly through those initial stages yeah. of grief. Yeah. And it's really cool, like, to have a friend and someone who, I, I mean, just, like, stand, like, she's an emotional sponge. Like, there are times where I'll go in her pen and I'll be like, you know, I can't, like, can't dump everything on Willow because I can't put my agenda first. She, she has to come first when I'm with her. She won't want to hang out with me. That's kind of, I mean, what we've... Um, what we've come to the conclusion. And meaning, the way I interpret that is they, they're very good at living in what we call the present moment. Yeah. Like, they're not concerned with time frames. Like, time really is a human construct. And they don't, I would say that they don't even have a concept of time because I've, I've walked out at you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, midnight, 9 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're always willing and able and, yeah. like, curious. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't believe that they live on any sort of timetable. And so it's interesting, you know, like, when we start putting our time expectations on them of, like, uh... We've got a, you know... I've got a meeting in 10 minutes. You need to get back in your pen. Right. Like, they check uh, out. No. 
Yeah. Yeah, they really check out. And it's out. not like, you know, I heard going back in my pen or this, that, or the other. It's the fact that I'm rushed and now and you're rushed. And I, yeah. Yep. And I don't want to hang out with you, so I'm going to go graze over that patch of grass over there. And we're not saying that you just have to give them 24-7 all yeah. the time. Uh, what what I think we're saying is that even if you say you only have you know 10 or 15 minutes to spend with them, it's checking where your emotional state is and where your mind is ultimately. And... Just being really mindful about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's the thing. I mean, I've gone in Willow's pen without, you know, just kind of paying attention to her and asking her how she's doing. And I end up like, you know, next to her, like bawling my eyes out because like we're having a conversation. I mean, I was brushing her one time and she, you know, she's to the point now where she doesn't really care if I brush her. She, she'll she stand there. I don't have to be in an active training session. And so I just kind of go in there and just brush her. And I don't know how it came up. I, I was humming a song or something. And she was just, like, super chill. Like, she likes music. And so I was just kind of, you know, humming. And I wasn't really paying attention to her until I did. And there was something that she wasn't, like, it, something didn't sit right with her that morning. And, you know, I'm doing the brushing her, you know, checking, make sure, making sure she's not in any pain. And, you know, I just kind of go up there and just ask her, you know, what's up? And she just puts her head down and we have a conversation about how we're both hurting. And that's why I was crying is like simply because, you know, I'm asking her what's up and she's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting and not, it's, it's mental pain. It's, it's, uh, it's trauma. It's, it's stuff that she's not quite comfortable with yet. And in that same time, like there, there had been something that happened or something that I was uncomfortable with. And I just, you know, and, and this is interesting to me because, uh, like a few sessions ago, we talked about, um, the, uh, evidence-based horsemanship book, uh, by Dr. Stephen Peters, uh, great book, by the way, uh, definitely takes a scientific approach. And, and the mechanics and the and the makeup of the horse's brain versus the human brain, uh, which uh, I find absolutely fascinating. But at the same time, it's like, to me, there's a lot of these, like, emotional things and, like, um, things that can't really be described and, and explained scientifically necessarily. But they're kind of open for interpretation. So like that uh, situation that you describe of like uh, having a very emotional state. And and I like, and we're not the only ones, clearly. I mean, I, I've heard plenty of stories of like, you know, um, in fact, I've heard stories of like war veterans uh, who have like extreme cases of like uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and other things. And very, very strong, like, titanium walls around them. Uh, just being in the presence of the horses. Uh, being flooded with uh, an emotional response and tears flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, the horses allow that open opening of that emotional state. Um, in a way that I think is unexplainable. Maybe there's some science behind it, and I'm sure there is. Um, but 
it leaves me wondering, like, uh, you know, they can't speak English, but clearly they're picking up on our emotional state and our energy, and they're using that somehow in their brain or their or their heart or their spirit. I don't or a combination of all of those and processing it themselves. And then what I found is the more we uh, fine tune that attunement and like actually get in sync with it, the more they're willing and able to train and want to do things like, for instance, get on the trailer and uh, take walks and, you know, ride and do all those sorts of things that us humans, uh, want them to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's, that's quite amazing. And we've seen it. I mean, just over the, I would say the past week, it's like the curve of Cody's specific and Willow really, but their retention rate and willingness and ability to, train and actually be with us like even just right before we put the or right as we were putting the tripod up right now they're completely at liberty and they were just hanging out with us and until we shifted our focus away from them to do something else they were right here the moment we shifted our attention uh now they're you know a few hundred feet that way yeah and um perfectly cool so yeah it's they're they're awesome i mean i've i don't i honestly don't know where i would be and like mentally without the horses uh and i mean i maybe that sounds crazy but maybe it doesn't because i know i'm not the only one that said that um well and i mean sorry to cut you off there but i mean emotional support animals dogs cats i mean horses they're it's proven science in in a lot of ways and and we'll we'll need to actually do some more reading and and digging on that and and have more discussion in that way because uh you're exactly right i wouldn't be at the point i am right now uh in my life and i'm 40 years old and uh I'm just now learning to deal with things, you know, um, in a much stronger way than I ever have. Mm. And it's through the horses and our relationship. Yeah. You know, it's great. They're, they're awesome. And they just, they have such an awesome way of, like, silently communicating. And it's, like, it's really cool. I mean, when we're able to train them to clearly say, like, no and yes and you know, I want this or I want that. And they're not only communicating like with how their instincts tell them, but how we've trained them. And then, I mean, they're, they're just always like, they're, they're there. And they, I mean, there was some sort of quote that I read somewhere and I'm not, you know, very paraphrasing, but it's like, um, it, it mentioned something about how, the horses they they're just able to communicate with you and they they're very forgiving and it's like you could do anything to them as long as you're as long as you mean well and you're trying your best and they'll i mean they'll come back and do their best as well yeah uh i mean it's all about like 
and I'm not saying like it's all about them and not about us. Like they, I feel like in a lot of ways they put us first too. If mm-hmm. we try to put them first, like they're to me, Willow's another friend of mine, and she doesn't communicate my language per se, but she does. Uh, you know, they they communicate in their own little ways, and they just they're awesome uh, counselors and therapists just in their being. Just, right. Yeah. Just being awesome. in their presence, uh, which brings me uh, to something I, I came across um, and I didn't dig into it to like validate it too much. But there was some research done um, on like the electromagnetic field, I think, of hearts and, and heartbeats. And so a human heart like casts, you know, a small area around them and the electromagnetic field of a horse's heart is much larger and it's actually um, like the rhythm of the horse's heart is such that uh, it's the same as um, ours is when we are like in a good mood and feeling good. And so uh, just being around the horses and, um, feeling their heartbeat from, uh, you know, you can't see, taste, or smell it, but, but uh, it's going on and, and we're kind of receptive to that subconsciously. And, and that's why we feel better and emotionally stronger just by being in their presence. And I don't know if that uh, transcends, you know, to other types of animals or not, but um, at least this particular study was talking about it with horses and, um, I couldn't agree more. It's just like you, for me, I walk up to them and I just, I feel better. It's just like, I got a smile. Yeah. They're so freaking cute and they're just like so sweet and they're just like, they just, they're beautiful creatures. Like, so clearly we're a little biased and if you don't have a horse, you might want to think about getting one. (laughs) True fact. (laughs) But uh, they do require a lot of time and effort and and focus and and training. Um, I mean, we put a lot of we put a lot of time with them uh, each week, each day, um, amongst getting other things done. And um, yeah, so they've helped us heal emotionally from a lots of different things. Uh, I think equally, uh, we're helping them. Um, and it's really cool to, you know, just partner with them in that journey and, you know, to be open to, uh, how it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good point there. So if you guys haven't heard yet, uh, we are trying to complete a series and we had, we have a couple guests scheduled or right now we only have one guest scheduled uh, with a couple others in the works. We're trying to get maybe half a dozen people to uh, tell your story about how horses have changed your life in one way or another. And, uh, you know, we can connect online and do, uh, you know, a podcast interview session uh, with the three of us. And, um you know, we we want to get those uh, stories out maybe late this quarter of the year. 
And um, of course, we're going to tell our story uh, or our stories in in that process. Um, So if you would like to uh, share your story on our podcast, uh, just shoot us an email at podcast at reinforcethehorse.com. Uh, or you can connect with us on Facebook. We're, we're there pretty often. Uh, and we would love to hear from you and your story. And perhaps maybe uh, you share some of your emotional healing uh, yeah, aspects really, of your horsemanship yeah, journey. <laughs> it'd be really cool to hear uh, hear other stories than just ours. So uh, please come come on to the show. And also, if you would prefer to remain anonymous. I know that's typically not how podcasts go, not too sure. Yeah, we could, um, we could do that. But, I mean, if you'd like your story to be out and, you know, your name or whatever, remain anonymous, uh, send us an email at our email. Podcast at reinforcethehorse.com. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and we can arrange for that as well. Yeah, so. because uh, if you just want to send it in anonymously and we can read it. Yeah. Um, we do have a short questionnaire that will help you prepare for it. Um, and we can send that over to you as well. Well, thank you so much for listening to this uh, short session on emotional healing with horses. Um, perhaps we'll unpack it a little bit more in the future. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye.